Here we go. Folks, this is your host, Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Privacy, Please. I am your host, Cameron Ivey, and man, I got a good one for you today. Go ahead and strap up those boots and put on a belt because we're going to take control of our unruly data with privacy-preserving classification. All right, here we go. Thanks to increasing data privacy regulations such as the General Data Protection Regulation, GDPR, and California Consumer Privacy Act, CCPA, data classification is receiving renewed interest from organizations around the world. A key driver for this is the requirement that organizations must classify sensitive personal information from European unions or California citizens. What used to be a simple process that involved applying data to a few buckets to streamline data management is evolving into a much more sophisticated process to meet organizations intensifying data privacy and security demands. A recent Gartner report on using classification to improve unstructured data security highlights the the benefits of data classification within the broader context of security and compliance. The report also identifies the key criteria and limitations of today's classification tools and provides expert analysis and guidance. So today, we're going to discuss what we consider to be the key takeaways from Gartner's findings. The role of classification in the data lifecycle. So we've advocated for a long time that data discovery and data classification go hand in hand. One cannot exist without the other. Data discovery is the process of collecting data from databases and silos and consolidating it into a single source that can be easily and instantly accessed. Once you have located all of your data, the application of labels, tags, and visual marker classifications help both humans and computers determine its sensitivity and treat it consistently. Such data classifications ensure that only appropriate parties can access sensitive data as it moves through the organization. They also support information sharing with other data protection controls. That's super important. So the Gartner report stresses, and I quote, understanding the sensitive data estate is a prerequisite for effective security and data privacy compliance. Data loss prevention, which we all know as DLP, is not sufficient as privacy is more than a data loss problem. Security and risk management technical professionals should use data classification to support those requirements. They further added data classification capabilities are therefore not only useful, they are often necessary to achieve compliance and make data-centric security controls effective. 
The business case for classification. So you're asking, well, why classification? Why classify? By itself, data classification may not be all that useful, but in concert with a holistic data lifecycle, it becomes a key enabler and necessary component for the effective data governance and compliance programs. Gartner explains that classification is used to provide insight and either deliver or support control activities. In doing this, it supports a variety of business drivers for data-focused security. The most commonly seen of these drivers that are grounded in security within Gartner inquiry is privacy, so which, which forms the bulk of data security risk for many clients. End quote. So some of the most common business cases for data classification include some of things like this, of responsibility to uphold privacy and regulatory compliance, check. Confidentiality for organizations subject to regulations about the control of data, such as contractual obligations. Data retention, technical control support for tools such as DLPs, and data access governance, which benefit from pre-classification and labeling of data. So let's talk about classification policies. Uh, the prerequisite first step. This is a critical need to classify data according to the organization policy. While there are many schemes that organizations can use for classifying data, there are two key categories for security. Number one is confidential. Sensitive data that can be negatively impacted operations if, if compromised, including harming the company, its consumers, its customers, partners, employees, etc. Examples include vendor contracts, employee reviews, and salaries, uh, and also customer information. Uh, the second one is restricted, highly sensitive corporate data that could put the organization financial, legal, regulatory, and reputation risk if compromised. An example of this may include uh, customers' personal identifiable information, protected health information, and credit card information. Gartner emphasizes, and I quote, even if you do nothing else, put an information ca classification policy in place, if it demands that the users treat and mark data in a certain way, then you have provided the foundation for user edu education, technical control, and compliance. They add confidentiality labels will form part of an information classification policy, which should be accomplished by a data handling policy, which provides the logical basis of security standards and control requirements. Without such a policy, classification programs are likely to fail as there is no common understanding. Classification labels can proliferate and misclassification will be more frequent. So let's talk about data classification solution landscape. Although there are few sole data classification tools, it is common for classification to span multiple product categories, ranging from data access governance, data loss prevention, user driver classification, and software as a service point solutions. So let's take a look at some use cases and tools to consider. So the, the first use case, immediate control action only, no recording of the classification. That would be something under DLP. Another use case would be insight into data within SaaS and on-premise environments. Something like that, you're gonna use DAG, SaaS, or file analysis. With another use case, you have insight into data within user endpoints. That's gonna, that's gonna be for uh, user-driven classification and DLP. 
Another one is tagging based on user input. So that's going to be uh, the user driven classification and SAS. Automated, uh, automated, uh, excuse me, automatic tagging, which is going to be user driven classification, SAS, and DAG. So essential classification capabilities, because data classification is an enabler for other aspects of data of the data lifecycle, whether triggering other data security controls or imparting strategic insights, it must meet a board of uh, it must meet a broad range of capabilities. Gartner suggests in order for classifications to work, the following conditions must be met. The first one is that the data should meet some criteria that enable a decision to be made about what classification applies. The presence of one of the following capabilities, an automated system that can analyze the data and apply rules to make that decision, an interface to user to users to create, verify, or override a classification, discovery in a variety of data storage environments is a key capability for automated systems. The provision of a recording of that classification that allows other systems and processes to leverage that decision. And finally, the inclusion of a log, dashboard, or other methods to allow data and security administrators to understand the data estate for a variety of reasons. They also recommend the following criteria and evaluating classification tools. I'm gonna list a few out here. So storage locations, recording classification, repositories, dashboards and reports, and tagging or labeling. Data classification technology strengths. Now today's classification tools, which encompass data access governance, data loss prevention, user-driven classifications and uh, software as a service, point solutions, generally perform well when it be, when it comes to the following capabilities. Number one is coverage of the file types. Number two is metadata reporting and workflow and privacy. Specifically, Gartner emphasizes as, as privacy requirements expand globally, vendors are introducing privacy workflow and data subject access requests, which is also known as DSARs. So they're supporting this. They, these are common themes in most privacy regulations. Data classification technology weaknesses. These, uh, these same tools also carry some inherent limitations. So data tagging limitations, classification change, and encrypted data. If you want to dive a little bit further into these, I can share in, in one of our blogs where it kind of like digs deep into them. So user-driven classification and zero trust security. Well, user-driven classification has its place in data security. Complete reliance on user inputs can introduce uh, friction into the classification process while also increasing error rates. Alternatively, using a combination of user-driven classification and AI data classification allows for consistent data protection without the need to manually uh, without the need for manual user input every time sensitive data is involved. These automated processes can then support the user and create uh, guardrails within the labeling process. By reducing the impact of user-driven classification in the data security process, solutions can be data-focused rather than employee-focused. This in turn makes a zero-trust framework more feasible to implement. In zero-trust environments, users must be continually verified for access 
to all resources. While this is ideal for data security, the process can create roadblocks for users accessing sensitive information on a day-to-day basis. AI-enabled data classification allows for greater efficiency by limiting end-user participation within the classification process and instead uses contextual information to categorize <laughs> to categorize and recognize files more efficiently and rapidly. Now let's talk about data classification trends. There are several data classification technology trends emerging right now among among them are automated tools that use machine learning and ai to build privacy workflows to build privacy workflows and classify so some of those tools are automated and some are machine learning with the automated tools gartner suggests that automated classification tools must be configurable so that their input is reliable for a given client problem Machine learning, Gartner acknowledges the ideal automated classification solution would use powerful ML and an artificial intelligence capabilities to determine the sensitivity or other categorization of data. Machine learning and data classification improving is improving, but has uh, a long way to go. Gartner provides the following recommendations to technical professionals responsible for data security. Ensure that data classification policy is in place as it is the root of data security governance. It provides clarity and authority, supports control standards, and underpins user awareness efforts. Another one is align your security classification with any broader data governance programs. It is easy to confuse users and create technical complexity and possibly conflict. Focus on high risk and high value data, especially regulated data, to support such alignment. Use automated data classification or AI-powered data classification to provide users with a baseline and you with insight. User classification is less expensive but harder to introduce. Use both together for best results. Aim for good enough solutions, recognizing that the automated technology has limits in precision. Phase your implementation carefully to avoid diminishing returns. And lastly, use at least two labels, sensitivity and either owner or project department. Identify where the tag is to be used and provide only enough information to allow that control to work correctly. Alrighty then, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. I really appreciate uh, the time and always supporting us really enjoy it we have some great episodes coming up in the following weeks um gabe and i went to a really really cool event here locally in tampa that we're gonna talk about in the next episode as well so thank you again for always supporting us and continue to do so tell your friends tell your grandma tell your neighbor whoever really really appreciate the support and uh we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week cameron ivy over and out Hey, you guys made it all the way to the end. Thanks for listening. Again, if this is your first time, we really appreciate the support and everyone that's always been around since the beginning. We love you guys. Keep supporting Privacy, please. And we'll always have new content each and every week. Cameron Ivy, over and out.